0: What is that what the monkey say?
1: Yeah, uga chacha.
0: <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous 2-year contracts, they said, "What the f***
2: are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass?"
0: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Welcome to Primates, the podcast where we explore primates and popular culture from chimpanzee all the way down to chimpanzee. This week on the show, joining us in the monkey house, it's stand-up comedian, writer for Sean McCallis, mad as hell, and host of the Planet Broadcasting podcast, Two in the Think Tank, and Shusha, it's Alistair tremblay Birchall. Hello,
2: it's me from Two in the Think Tank podcast and Shusher guided meditations. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so good to have you in here.
2: Matthew, it is the greatest thing that's ever happened to me to be here with you today to speak about our relatives, the apes and monkeys. Yeah,
0: mm. the, those great apes and mm. the lesser apes, who I still think are pretty great.
2: Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's just a name, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't take away from their qualities because of many great apes, and one in particular that I'm thinking about
0: um, today,
2: you know, sometimes aren't so great. Yeah. You know, they do bad things and we can't we can't forget that.
0: That's true, yeah. I mean it's it's like it's like anything. There are there are good and bad lizards, you know, there that's are right. good and bad human beings mm-hmm. who are also uh, a type of lizard. A type of lizard. Yeah. Or oh, the lizard people are sure. Yeah. And <laughs> we shouldn't forget that, those bloody shapeshifters. Oh, I should say that, Al, that's a good point. If there are any lizard people shapeshifters listening to the program mm-hmm. right now, I want you to turn it off. This is not for you. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm, no, I'm sorry. I'm this, sorry about that's that. segregation. Oh, well. Okay. <laughs> you could put it in that way and it makes me sound like a bad person. Sure. But, I, you know, I feel pretty strongly about it
2: and, and you know what? And I call you Great Matt Stewart to people. The Great Matt Stewart. Do you really? Like that. But that doesn't mean that
0: within you there isn't a bad Matt Stewart. That's true. And I'm thinking of one in particular. <laughs> you yeah me i'm yeah i'm that one you know we've all got fragmented identities um, Mm. and one of those fragmented fragmented identities is uh the public me which is a bad person yeah obviously there's the me at home the the me that my friends know the me my family knows Mm. the public me that which is the worst of all i've
2: always thought about you in terms of i know that deep down you're a good person
0: yeah yeah but it's so far deep down.
2: Oh, I mean, look, on the surface, you could be a good person
0: too. Yeah. But deep down you are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah there's a layer that's good, mm. then a big,
2: thick, bad layer. Yeah.
0: It's gone bad. It's it, rotting. Absolutely, yeah.
2: It kind of looks like pork belly, yeah. right? So there's that kind of hardened good bit on the outside. is crackling? Is, is that right? what it is? Yeah, that's the crackling. But this is, for you, it's your plastered-on smile. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's that kind of thick bit of fat right in this case i'm saying that fat is a bad thing right but modern diets and and modern science have taught us that fat is not as actually as bad in many ways it would be better if that was sugar yeah because right. we can't really say a lot of good things about sugar no but there are good fats avocados avocados etc Yeah, know this
0: goes on and then down well, below so there's, I some, there's
2: some proper meat down there <laughs> Uh, which is your good good self down deep in the pork belly? Yeah, that's
0: the good meat. Yeah, get right deep down in that good meat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, I appreciate you saying that and sure. uh, coming here in a public forum and uh, backing me in this way. Matt, it's the only place that I bother. Thank you. Yeah, your your podcast Shusha has been helping me immensely getting the sleep of an evening. Really? Um, yeah, I've had, I've had I've had trouble in the past, and I really do appreciate the work that you've been doing, Matthew.
2: It means a lot to me. It's been a it's been a a project of love, and uh, but also of you know soothing others. That's yeah. what I you know that is my love. Yeah. And and speaking slowly,
0: but in a way humor humorously. That's what uh, I like about it. At first, you know, you're enjoying the humor, but as slowly, it's like entrancing, mm. and the words start floating away. And yeah. next thing I know, it's the morning, and I feel refreshed. Well, and and I would love to say in this uh, non-paid-for plug.
2: Uh, that and a, this is an, an admission that I'm going to make. Matt, is this not paid for? No, I don't think so. Oh, <laughs> except th- <laughs> I'm so sorry, Matt.
0: it's <laughs> well, okay.
2: Oh man, I didn't mean to disappoint you <laughs> in
0: the middle of the plug. <laughs> is this a plug? I was just, I was just, I thought I hadn't seen you in a while. I thought it was a, a nice time to let you know. It's I a- mean, I guess I called it a plug. Maybe it was just a compliment. Why um, are you putting everything in such grotty terms?
2: You're right. You're right. It's because deep down I'm a bad person. Right. Yeah. But on the surface, also bad. <laughs>
0: but in there, there's a layer of fat. Yeah. Good fat. If you cut, if I cut you open, yeah. you can see how old you are based on the layers of badness. Absolutely. Yeah. Every year I'm bad for about one month. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was just
2: going to say that with Shusher Guided Meditations, that is my podcast, that we're not plugging currently.
0: Well, now it feels like it is a plug. I
2: mean, I know. But... This is, this is an embarrassing admission, is that I have listened to, to it myself, and I've been relaxed by it. And That's I That's powerful. Yeah, I know that you shouldn't get high on your own
0: stash, right? But I have. You've gotten high on your own supply. Yeah. You, yeah, that does feel, because I don't know anyone who enjoys listening to themselves. I
2: think that it's because of the backing track that my friend made right that is actually the part that Who have you, have you got
0: there mitchell burke yeah mitchell burke you got mitchell burke I'm... i got mitchell oh, burke what a guy
2: yeah he made it for me about eight years ago for like a a, a stand-up spot i was doing where i was like i might experiment with doing a, a guided meditation
0: i remember that yeah right That was a great bit oh thanks so much one of the greatest bits oh but yeah so that i mean that that i, I don't think it, you get any greater um plug as you you know to call it in your dirty sort of did you say that there was a chance we were going to attach an episode of this to the end of this episode? Well, yeah. If you if you're if you're cool with that, I'd love to chuck one at the end. I am going to allow this, Matt, but okay. only because I have so much love for you. Thank you so yeah. much. Love and light, love and white light. Yeah, is that the kind, yeah. Is that the kind of thing you're starting to say now? Uh, I am working on one that does talk about having a light inside you. Just before I had a, because I've, I've been listening to some more legit um, meditations as well. Okay, and they do talk about light inside of you a bit. Yeah, but yours makes me feel a little less uh, weird, embarrassed. Yeah, yeah. Sincerity and meditation. Oh, like I, I, I think it's cool. Anyway, what are we talking about? Well, I should. We're say, here to talk about apes. Right, that's right. And I should say uh, that I do because I don't like listening back to myself. Mm. One of the main reasons I don't really edit these podcasts. Great. So I'm guessing all that will stay in. Well, that's amazing. <laughs> But today we're going to, you're here to talk about a new, like maybe this, if people like it, we'll make this a recurring sort of episode where we talk about weird monkey stories from the news, true stories. Absolutely. And I'm saying monkeys, but they could potentially be uh, other primates, maybe apes as well. Okay, sure. What about great apes? Great apes could be in there if they, you know, if they ever got up to anything weird. I'm not sure they would. No,
2: I I doubt it. Uh, A lot of the time they're just being like us. Yeah. You know, they think they're people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It thinks it's people, that's fun. Um, but do do you uh, do you have any personal experience with primates uh, being weird? Well, I mean, I was at the zoo recently, and the Melbourne Zoo. Melbourne Zoo. Do you have the three park super pass?
2: I have a yearly pass. I yeah, I think, I think, I think catch that gets you another big access? three. Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. Hillsville,
0: <gasps> Melbourne. Yeah.
2: Werribee Open Range. Werribee, I think, is where it's at. And I know, I know that I know somebody that we know works there yeah and she's always got photos of her like touching a rhino really yeah which is not an ape but i mean just just to have a kind of any kind of emotional connection or even physical connection to to a rhino just seems like that's one of the the highest aspirations a person didn't realize they wanted
0: yeah because she yeah she's a i'm hoping to get her on this podcast at some point but she has said to me that she can't mention that she works there yeah right. Well
2: so, then, I'm so glad that we haven't mentioned her name. Yeah. Um, so I was at the Melbourne Zoo yep. and I uh, was in with the orang um, orangutans. Ah, you
0: also have trouble with this. Yeah. Well, I, I just oh, I was, it's orangutan. Yeah. Apparently it means I think it means man of the forest. Well, one that first word really looks a lot like orange. Orange. Yeah. It doesn't and look, they are orange yeah. coloured. I was talking last week. My guest uh, was an American. Uh, named Erica, who works with primates. That's her day job. She said... Seems she, like a weird kind of person to have on this it, podcast. It did, was, it did feel a little odd.
2: Someone who knows something? <laughs> yeah, yeah it right. It did feel
0: real strange. Yeah. But yeah, it was weird to be outranked on my own podcast because mm. normally I'm the number one primatologist Absolutely. on the show. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I was happy to, uh, you, know, you know, bow down mm. as you, you do you're to a high-ranking primatologist. You're the
2: silverback yeah. of this pod. Yeah, yeah. But she, But did she sort of...
0: Hold hold her ground. She did, yeah. Yeah. Did did. you charge? No, I I ended up uh, much like in Planet of the Apes when Cobra, um, uh, what did he seed control by Mm. showing his his palm upwards to Caesar, aka Andy (laughs) Circus, the uh, king of all
2: apes, the greatest ape. Does anybody in real life ever show their palm to Andy Circus as a as a sign of saying you know telling him that he's great?
0: I tell you what, I would. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that, but I'd, I'd and I bet you he would look at me like, not again. (laughs) Yeah. Because I imagine that probably happens every day. Yeah. Well, I was at this zoo,
2: Orangutan. Yes. Orangutan, right? You heard of them? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great. Big orange things, (laughs) right? Um, And there's one had the uh, Australian flag wrapped around it. What? You know what? Like a cape? Yeah, uh, like a cape. And and for people who are not from Australia who are here, that has kind of, I mean, maybe that's this is what's happening in other countries anyway. But that is that definitely developed a symbol of kind of of, of patriotism, but also a sort of a racism is usually so the, like an over the top to, patriotism. Yeah, over the top that
0: like someone's about to get hit kind of patriotism. Normally, yeah, it's a, I mean, the the classic time was the um, there was a a riot on the beach, and that's mm. sort of like the iconic images. Drunk guys with capes, yeah, that are a national flag, and that's what the I guess that's what the army people fought for. Yeah, well, that's right. Well, it's it's the morphing of symbols, you know. You can't stop a symbol morphing. The mighty morphing symbol rangers. Yeah, as much as you might want to.
2: So I'm just looking this up. It's a shame, really, that the lizards have stopped listening. The people
0: shape shifting (laughs) lizards, because they would have loved that symbol shape shifting. um, That would have been right up their alley. Yeah, that is weird because I yeah, it's weird for me to actively you know, discourage listeners. Yeah. I've just, co- I don't know, who knows how many I've cost myself there. Um, just before your sweet shusha plug as well. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently orangutan, it's uh, derived from the Indonesian words orang meaning person and hutan meaning forest. So it's right. person of the forest. Yeah, right. Isn't that crazy that it's got the word
2: orang that is, what did you say, six sevenths of orange? <laughs> And that's their color, and it's not related. It means person. Yeah. Unless a person is somehow, I mean, like, look, I don't know what the chances are of uh, Indonesian words having sort of um, English, French kind of roots. But there is did did Indonesia get invaded by Spain or something like that at some point?
0: Probably. (laughs) I'm thinking of the Philippines probably. Uh, Let me look up Indonesia. You keep telling your story, and I'll look this up. Well, this orangutan... Was Look, to be honest, I told you the whole story. But,
2: <laughs> but I can think of other things that I've seen. Anytime you see an orangutan move, maybe I can just do it in a guided meditation. Um, I want you to think about orangutans. And specifically,
1: what it would be like to be friends with an orangutan. make you feel how would that change how your parents see you
2: do you think that they would be more proud or less that's the kind of thing
0: right yeah that's fun (laughs) i guess so (laughs) (laughs) so it looks like maybe the dutch uh the dutch maybe it says on the wikipedia have you heard of wikipedia uh, it's this great resource online. Okay. Yeah, on, right. the, on the internet, on okay. your computer or, or smartphone or device. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you go on there um, and it, it has a lot of information about different topics. Right, so it's like a book or something? It's sort of like a book online. Okay. But like an endless book. Like an e book. Like an e book. Like okay. It's like an e encyclopedia book. Okay, right. Online. Right. Yeah, right, right. And you get a copy every month or? Well, you can get a, a volume. A, yeah, you get a volume. Okay. Yeah, yeah. If you want to. But you can get a volume any time. That's a good, you can wait every month, but yeah. you could also, you know, check in in okay. the meantime. And just, okay, and just. Yeah, no, just, don't be a stranger. That's okay. often what um, sure, sure, sure. the Wikipedia guy says. It's strange the Dutch
2: are involved now because they, they have a strong connection to the color orange. They do. Yeah. That's their national color. Is that what they call people? <gasps>
0: <laughs> do you think this goes all the way to the top? I mean, it feels like we're breaking something big here. Something big's happening. I reckon someone listening will be like, we're busted they'll be like shredding <laughs> documents now the whole the whole office will be shutting down people will be flying off in helicopters i reckon mm, no absolutely yeah, yeah definitely helicopters. potentially some of those people will be orangutans
2: i mean they could save time by just shredding the documents in the propeller
0: of the helicopter that as would, they're going that'd be way more efficient yeah uh, now they're probably doing that Well, yeah you're right don't help out these i bet some of them are lizard people oh well what have you done Oh well, no, that's okay. I mean, if they're still listening, you shouldn't now push them away. Okay. Now welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good to have you here. Do you've been on the show a couple times before, there. Yeah, mate. And uh in, in the past, I would have asked you what your favorite primate is. Has that remained constant? I mean, I've always loved the gibbon. Yeah.
2: And I mean, I might shift from from gibbon to gibbon. Yeah, that's a gibbon. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, I do like the simyang simi Yang, the Semi Yang Gibbons, I think. Yeah, right. Okay. I, I think I've probably made a Gibbon sound last time because uh, the simi Yang, uh, the the pairings, the couples, they make a song together and it's unique. And then I think they're young. That their that call that their two parents do that kind of becomes their call. Right. Their oh babies. wow!
0: So it's like they're hyphenating names. It's, it's names. exactly like it. Like it's this
2: is like Trombley Birchell. Right. <laughs> And And I think there's the the two at the Melbourne Zoo. One goes like this. Like you can see really inflates his neck. But he goes. (laughs) Oh, that's
1: beautiful.
2: (laughs) And then the other one comes and goes.
1: (laughs)
0: Like that you know so that's the, that's the two playing together oh they're quite different yeah, yeah, yeah i was expecting them to be like almost in in differentiatable so mm. the human ear
2: no no, no. but to uh, to our ear you can almost tell yeah, there. yeah they are
0: differentiatable differentiatable um <laughs> as they say anyhow so you, yeah other than the gibbon i love that i think that's a fantastic yeah it's a beautiful animal that's a beautiful animal beautiful suggestion and they're
2: and they're so nimble I think yep. that's what I love about them. They seem freer than skateboarders.
0: Really? Yeah. Even freer than Well, skateboarders, skateboarders
2: seem so free, don't yeah, they? Yeah, they do. They can fly through the air. They can go. You know, the the fact that they're not, you know, when they're when they're riding along the footpath, yeah. that they're not just constantly stopping going, sorry, oh excuse me. Like that. They, <laughs> they just, just kind of lean
0: around you. They can lean around. You they know? won't ever like they won't move their body language or anything. They're just sort of like swoop no, around no. you.
2: They'll just like I, I accept that this is just gonna this is gonna go well. Well, did- a, a gibbon is even freer than wow. that. Because they, they're they
0: free in three dimensions. Wow, free in three. Free yeah. in all three. <laughs> you were, last time you were in, you were talking about skateboarding when we talked about uh, most vertical primate. Mm. It was all about a uh, chimpanzee who would skateboard or did at the very end of the movie. Anyway, yeah. go back and listen to that if you haven't already. Um, but we also found out that episode, or uh, well the listeners did, that you were in a band called Skateboard. What is it with you and skateboards? I I...
2: I... I admire the skateboard, I, I really hold the skateboard up and I've never skateboarded. That's the thing is that I've, I've attempted a couple times and, and hurt myself in a way that I don't understand how quickly it happened. <laughs> like, I, like I just, at some point I wake, like it's like I get on the skateboard and I instantly black out and, and I wake up a millisecond later and I'm sort of ver- uh, horizontal or at least diagonal and I go, oh, there's no way of getting out of this fall.
0: <laughs> Like that. And so <laughs> I just don't know. It happens so fast. We should film you trying to get on a skateboard soon because that feels, that feels ready to go viral, whatever that is. I have a child now and I can't I, – I just can't risk. I'm going to die.
2: It's like right, that's man. how quick it happens.
0: Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe you should – maybe you should take But, I mean, exit. if it's for a YouTube video, yeah. I, it might be worthwhile. You know, I could could get a few – you I get a balls. few.
2: I mean, I think already the f- people hurting themselves on the skateboards market is pretty crowded.
0: Maybe you could, as you go down, mention uh, shusha guided meditation. Be a goddamn good idea, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I'm falling, but I'm relaxed due to you're my
2: 100. You're 100 of my marketing uh, plan. Great. <laughs>
0: well, it feels good to be uh, involved. Now, no, we were going almost 20 minutes without talking about what the topic of today is. Sure. This is probably the. The longest we've got gone through, but I mean, this has been very primate-heavy. Absolutely, I mean, we're dipping in and out. We're, di- you know, we're, we're there di- is some context. Still. Yeah, our toes are in. But this week, we're going to be talking about. I think this episode is going to be called something like "Weird Monkey Stories." I love that. But um, like I said, we don't as as yet. I'm not sure what stories you brought in, so maybe they're not all monkey-related. But I, I thought uh, I'd kick it off. I've just done a bit of a Google and fa- come up with a few. And if people do like this, please send in ideas for short, wacky uh, monkey and otherwise primate stories. It's sort of like an anthology episode. Yeah. This is this is volume one, much like Wikipedia do. Uh, so the first story I was going to talk about, um, and I, I don't think it is even really technically at all about a primate, but the, right. the headline got me in. And I haven't read the article, but let's read it together. Great. The headline is, Bizarre piglet with the face of a monkey born in China, but family decide to raise it like a baby.
2: Oh, my
0: God. This is on news.com.au.
2: Well, that's a reputable... Like, you know, only the most reputable of of, uh, institutions would actually be able to claim that.
0: Isn't that... That's a wild story. Because, I mean, it is like an actual... It's an actual news site. It's not the most reputable, sure, but it is... Somewhat reputable, maybe. I mean, there slightly are, reputable. I guess what's
2: what's amazing about it is that they are there's there's the mention of three types of creatures yeah. in there, right? It's a pig, but it has a monkey's face. But they're raising it as a baby, and I'm assuming a baby human.
0: Yeah, yeah. They didn't specify what other animals are called babies when they're babies. Because pigs are piglets.
2: Yeah, right. Uh, but dogs are puppies. But you know, like how kids become toddlers. Yeah. You know, um babies become toddlers. Is Piglet maybe like the toddler part? And could you be a pig baby?
0: Oh right.
2: Cause on that episode of Seinfeld there was the pig man. Pig man. Right. So so you can have a, so they do become men at some point. Yeah. Yeah. Um we know that like that's all we know. They... We're, we're not working with a lot of data points. No.
0: I'll give you I'll give you a couple of paragraphs, but really I d I don't know how much this is worth talking about but anyway
2: i think it's a good first one though yeah
0: let's say let's just ease our way in yeah are you if you go to the swimming pool are you jumping in or are you waiting in yeah i'm waiting you're waiting no, well
2: actually i lay down on the side of the pool and then i go in head first and slide in like a seal like a seal yeah. there's video of that online yeah. is
0: that publicly available might be on on facebook yeah but, you should
2: but if people message me i'll accept your request
0: and i'll find it and i'll and i'll send it to you right yeah <laughs> That's yeah, a beautiful gesture. Uh, so this article says a tiny piglet born with the face of a monkey has baffled not only locals, but the internet too. Can you yeah. imagine? That's the two, two big sort of scientific groups.
2: Well, it's the, it's the inner and the outer. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Micro, macro. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, according to The Sun, pictures show that the mutant piglet appears to have a monkey's head, a small st- snout, and a protruding lower jaw. In one photo, the monkey piglet can be seen being fed like a baby at the home of its owner, in Gishou province, province China. Okay, so I mean they're reporting, but they're basically reporting off a photo.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so so you think that the the fact that they're raising it like a baby is they've it's down based to that, this one photo. They've based that entirely off the photo, and because but people also don't hold babies like that. No. Well, I mean, I've seen a few people hold a baby like that, but it's called like, like the, throat? the Yeah, but it's like I think it's like where you have your arm underneath it and it's called like the leopard hold or something oh, like that arm, and you yeah. kind of where their arms dangle down like that. But
0: that's a I mean, I, I want to rename it from the leopard hold to the uh, monkey-faced piglet baby hold.
2: I think that's great. And and then people will start reporting on that saying people are um raising this sort of baby-faced human child as as a monkey-faced pig baby.
0: Well, that's my first. <laughs> All right. First cab off the rank. Do you have one to hit yeah. us with?
2: Well, Matt, I do have one. I'm going to just kick us off into um, there's a monkey called Satisuk uh, from Dao. You familiar with this monkey? <laughs> no, I'm not familiar <laughs> no? with this. Uh, so, I mean, I think from Dao is its last name. Okay. And I think it might have the last name of the person who found him. Right. Found him injured. Uh, They're not
0: the uh, the Rhode Island from I'm not sure if they're from
2: R- Rhode Island. This okay. is a Thai man. He's okay. a Thai policeman. Right. Who, uh, I guess, adopted it and m- made this um, this pigtailed macaque, ah. which they're raising as a baby. Which I think he I mean. <laughs> what is going on? I don't know. Well, it, it is also monkey faced. Okay. It's a, monkey-faced it's a monkey faced pigtailed macaque. <gasps> that is. <laughs> that a <laughs> is man that is raising. I mean.
0: <laughs> so, this, so I had both of them a, a pigtail. Like, because my pig, my monkey faced pig. Yeah, also had a pigtail.
2: Yeah, that's right. And it was being raised by a man. Yeah. Well, this man also raising it, or at least befriended it. Okay. But he also gave it a job, which is what this story is about, man. Right. Okay. Uh, this this man, this police officer, made this Thai monkey uh, a police officer as well. Okay. And he made him a little jersey, and it says "Monkey Police" on it. And I think it says that initially he just got him to. Uh, he trained him to be able to go get like coconuts, and and I think um, some drinks from like, but it it didn't specify exactly, and I think the wording was a bit real uh, weird in that it seemed to be implying that maybe he was teaching it to steal from the locals, <laughs> but I'm not hundred percent sure. Okay, if that was the case, but where where this monkey has become useful? Apparently, in Thailand, there were um, some separatist insurgents. Right. Right. Look, I'm from Quebec, uh, you know, or at least I used to live in Quebec in Canada. And over there, we hate separatists. Right. Right. You're so about I, unity. So I can, I'm all about unity. And so I can really re- relate. I can really relate to these Thai people who hate separatists. But I think also these separatists are being quite violent. And anyway, there was these security checkpoints on the road so they could check cars. But that was making people quite... Um, you know they get aggro they get a little bit upset they're like oh why are you checking i haven't done anything wrong why are you looking at my car or whatever like that about my liberties about my liberties and so this was causing a lot of problems but now this wasn't the in, initial in, intention uh with uh satisuk this uh, this pigtailed macaque but what happened was when they had the monkey there um they'd walk it up and down and people waiting in line would be so distracted by this monkey and they'd get out and get photos with it that it just became this this amazing public relations ploy right and uh, and, and, and and you know th- suddenly now you know man and cop are getting along cop and monkey are getting along it's it's like hands across america except right. thailand yeah yeah so that's a kind of,
0: that's kind of a happy story
2: it's a happy story but i don't know if the monkey you know you, we don't know what the monkey's else what else it's doing on the beat right you know and i don't know if it's a, if, it, if it's allowed to arrest people or I wonder. But it has official uh, uniform. Does it
0: seem like he's happy in his work?
2: Apparently, they say that he's very happy. Apparently, he sits in the car and he looks out the window and he nods a lot.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a real sign of happiness. Yeah, (laughs) Looking out the window, nodding. Yeah. 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 I didn't realize. Yeah, no. Yeah. Because my first instinct is often um, kind of animal cruelty. Um, Sure. You know, using an animal for a a weird job against Mm. their will. Sure, but
2: you use dogs.
0: Yeah, you know you use dogs in police work. Yeah, I do.
2: But you um... know? and and you know, and what's what's a step up from a dog? I think he has a little leash for it. Okay, is that that meant to make me feel better? But... <laughs> well, I guess there's less chance of the monkey getting away. Okay. and hurting itself. Oh, okay. In a way that is not the police officer's fault.
0: Well, he's probably saying a lot of things. They say a lot of things on the monkey bait.
2: This is what often happens, right? You know, if 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 animals are out in the wild and they hurt themselves, we don't care about that, right? Yeah. We don't
0: we don't speak up
2: about that's, that's animal on nature, animal.
0: Nature take its course.
2: I I would say it's it's turning a blind eye to animal on animal violence. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Okay. That's another. That's a that's definitely another angle. But if a person, uh, you know, keeps these animals in their sort of farm or whatever, and they get very hurt there. Suddenly it's the man's <laughs> fault <laughs> for not having good conditions okay. for these
0: animals. Okay, you're bringing a little bit of logic to this. Yeah. Oh no, sorry. You're not bringing any logic to this. Yeah. Either one. <laughs> that is Yeah, that that's a, that's a fascinating story. I, don't, I I I do not know how I feel about it. No. I feel on the on the it feels like a year ago I'd be like this is a lot of fun. And mm. now I feel like I'm starting to care a lot about monkeys welfare
2: yeah. yeah right do you think you there's something in your life that happened that's made you more invested I don't, I don't know yeah right
0: I don't know I, I yeah it just seemed to have happened gradually over the last six or so months but yeah uh is is that all you got from that story I'm really sorry that that,
2: that that was but the one the one detail that I that I thought was interesting was was that it when it mentioned that he would this public relations ploy is that they said this was not the monkeys Original intent,
0: right? Oh, so what was it? Which
2: makes you think that there's other intents for this monkey. Okay, you know, and that's what I like is the mystery there, (laughs) because I love a mystery story. I love Agatha Christie.
0: It it kind of, it feels a little bit like he just picked up a monkey, and then he's figuring it out as he goes. Absolutely. And it got lucky, which meant that this is now a story. How many cops around the world have picked up monkeys that haven't had a you know happy? public relations ending like this
2: absolutely but also he's not just lucky in terms of having a monkey that's willing you know that's not hurting him and that's you know well we don't know if it's not hurting him but um but like getting a monkey that is sort of successfully working with him as a cop but also having like a a sort of a a police superior who's not cutting this out instantly and just going i'm sorry the police department (laughs) Insurance is not going to
0: cover a monkey. Yeah, and uh, you know, you, like I'm this just... isn't an '80s buddy cop film. <laughs> Absolutely, this is. Not... Doesn't it, feel, it does feel like the plot from a Tom Hanks film? I'm thinking Turner a Hooch, probably in particular. But yeah. that was a dog, like you said, or canine with the uh, uh, sure. Jim Belushi and a and, and a dog, dog, I believe. Yeah, um, there's probably an, another. There's probably more buddy cop films mm-hmm. where one of the characters is a dog, but probably also with a. A chimp was or, Turner or, or Pooch the dog? <laughs> I think Hooch. Hooch. Oh, Hooch. Hooch.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry, that was Turner and Pooch. Uh, Hooch.
0: Yeah, yeah. Pooch, no, pooch was Tom Hanks. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I, I found a story. Um, you actually, I didn't have this on my list, but uh, your story reminded me of one because I was in Perth last month for the Fringewell Festival. And a few people, unfortunately, I don't have their names with me now, but they sent me a link to this Perth story uh, titled Guerrilla Warfare. Perth's cop Kong helps police catch Applecross sex pest. Wow, there's so much information. There's a lot in that. Both of my headlines have been a paragraph long. Uh, So this goes back to last month in February. Uh, It says an outraged woman has uh, has resorted to extreme lengths to reclaim her suburb and help police catch an alleged brazen sex pest accused of exposing himself to terrified women while riding a bike along the foreshore in Applecross. The woman who wanted to re- remain anonymous claims she'd been confronted by the man multiple times while walking in the park um, and has spoken to other women who have um, had the same encounters. She said, I was really upset when I found out that other women were feeling just as terrified as I was. One woman I spoke to told me she was never going back to that park. So what she ended up doing though was she ended up dressing up as a gorilla in a cop uniform and put up signs everywhere saying, Cop Kong is patrolling this area. She did that, and she patrolled the area, ended up getting photographic evidence of the man, and he got arrested. Wow.
2: I mean, this is one of the happiest monkey stories I've ever seen. Sorry, great ape stories. Thank
0: you. It's safe. Um, Yeah, so I I love that she went... I mean, yeah, it was an interesting sort of angle to take, uh, the, the dressing up as a gorilla... That is an interesting angle. Think- yeah, I I look,
2: to be honest, when you were reading that out, you know, when you read out the last few words, I was thinking, what is the interesting part of this story? <laughs> I went, was it was it the fear that the terror that that guy spread around the city
0: um you know, was it I I couldn't put my finger on it anyway. Right. Well, yeah, I think it was yeah, she named herself Cop Kong, and I obviously I don't want to make light of this. Obviously, this guys allegedly um no good obviously sure I'm saying allegedly because i think that, that's what this article says um yeah but obviously not no good but what a it was just a real i thought that was cool sort of taking a bit of power back mm. and working in a gorilla into the into the narrative i guess it's because i mean there's an element in which she was hiding her own identity yeah that's right and it's kind of just like the classic um you know the superhero uh you know what do you call like batman he hides his identities so what, mm. what do you call those people you know the person who goes out they're a vigilante oh, vigilante she, justice sure but i mean she really became a vigilante photographer true yeah um but yeah i don't know that's just a but that's also the thing i
2: think is that, you know we all wear masks that's right. right but people wearing masks wear masks more so that's true and often they're emboldened by you know by not being themselves yeah right and i think that's kind of what happens is she was like look I'm not gonna go there as me and go take a photo of this guy. He might attack me or whatever. But who is gonna risk attacking somebody in a gorilla suit? Imagine what could be in there. It yeah. could be a it could be a big strong man. It could be an, an actual a, a gorilla. gorilla.
0: Yeah. Someone could have put a gorilla in a gorilla suit. And you know, babushka doll style. And you just there's mm. no way of knowing. Yeah. Who's gonna be the one who unmasks a gorilla?
2: Yeah, that's right. And 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 the crazy th- the craziest thing is is even if you unmask that gorilla and it is a gorilla what you might not know is that earlier that gorilla had actually also already eaten another gorilla suit. Right.
0: And so inside
2: him was more gorilla. More gorilla suit. Suit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Potentially even like that's just another guy in a gorilla suit. That suit? Yeah. The one that's just a suit? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So there's like a whole, you know, depending on how many layers down you go. That's crazy. Imagine if you made a
2: suit out of a guy in a gorilla suit. Like you're making just a gorilla suit. Yeah. But it's like what you're sewing together is like the flattened out parts of just
0: a man in a gorilla suit. I can hardly even imagine what that It's means. Well, I guess you would have to,
2: I guess this is how it would have to happen. Say somebody's in a gorilla suit. Maybe they get stuck in some road fixing accident or something like that and it was like one of those big wheeler roller things steamroller rolls over the person unbelievably sad it's the saddest thing that's ever happened maybe right you know up there and then an artist comes along says may it says to the person's family or whatever may i make a gorilla suit out of your loved ones remains that are still inside that suit as like a tribute is it, yeah, as is it just a work of art? Right. And then he makes a gorilla suit out and of it. And the
0: that. family okay it? <laughs> yeah, they do. In okay.
2: This, yeah, I mean, in order for this to be possible, and I am telling you the story where, in which it would be possible.
0: Okay, well, maybe even it was his dying wish. Hopefully,
2: yeah, as he's kind of like like when the steamrollers up near his chest, assuming it went from the feet up, not yeah. from the head down. And, I mean, we're making a lot of assumptions. Yeah, so let's- and then he feeds that suit to a gorilla.
0: Yeah. and then puts that gorilla in a s- gorilla, gorilla suit, suit and then near then the where cop- a sex pest is yeah yeah so i guess it is possible i think that is very possible uh what what she said here um which sort of clarifies what we're talking about she said she didn't feel as she'd put herself in harm's way um by trying to track track the alleged offender from a distance in broad daylight and the gorilla costume was the best way she could think of to conceal her identity. So this is from perthnow.com.au. I'll, I'll put all links to these stories in the show description if anyone wants to read them. I got to say that that person is a genius. I'll, I thought it was great. What a legend. Mm. Very, very cool. I
2: reckon that's not the last The last we're going to hear of uh, Kong Cop or but I, like the woman behind Kong Cop. It feels like
0: you'd be like, yeah, th- this felt this felt good. Whatever um, industry
2: she's in, she's going to excel. I feel that too. Um,
0: do you have another story there, Alistair?
2: Um, Well, this other story that I have is of these um, these monkeys on this uh, on this Caribbean island. Look, I've, I may have already messed it up by just saying Caribbean island. Um, but it's these, I'm just moving towards it, and I apologize. Well, I've just been spending so much time telling you about ways in which monkeys could be uh, sort of a gorilla suit could be made that I didn't bother bringing it up. This is about uh, vervet monkeys that live on this I believe it's a Caribbean island, but I'm not 100% sure. And I think they were brought there when slaves were brought there to it's, it's it's a BBC video. Oh yeah? Yeah. And they were they were these monkeys were brought there when slaves were brought there to uh to for the, I think the the rum trade. Right. right. And then these monkeys developed a taste for alcohol. Um, this is hundreds of years ago. Yep. But they developed a a taste for alcohol by just eating the fermented sugar cane that was on the island like that. And then this, basically this, you know, as you know, the cycle continues uh, and alcoholism was kind of passed down right. through the generations. Because the the
0: uh, old world monkeys would have passed it on to the new world monkeys.
2: That's right. And then the even newer world monkeys. Yeah.
0: But all, all like in the the ads, at least in Australia, that show the father going to the son grab me a beer the son mm-hmm. goes to the fridge grabs a beer then that son is now the dad going hey son grab me a beer so i it'd be much like that yeah hey son monkey son grab me some fermented sugar cane sugar cane all right now son mm-hmm. gra- you know and it's sort of like a babushka doll yeah absolutely alco- alcohol, exactly
2: like it. a bu- babushka doll i yeah. would say do you think it's exactly like that um let me just think about it for a second <laughs> Yes, yes, that is actually yeah, exactly, exactly like yeah. it. Yeah. And because, I mean, also, I mean, this is just an, an extra bonus uh, detail, but um, sugarcane is actually quite woody. Right. And babushka dolls are also made of wood. They're quite woody. Yeah.
0: <laughs> They're quite woody.
2: I guess it's very high in cellulose. Oh, is that, is that uh, so? Sorry, that's because I, I do a podcast about plants. No, I don't, but I'm thinking about doing it. You should. Plant mates.
0: Plant mates. Plantmates, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Could do it all about. Different kinds of plants? Yeah, or plants in films. And then later on, plants in <laughs> sort of, you know, little stories, like weird plant stories and things like that. I think, they, you know, it could be all sorts of things. Oh, there'd be crossover. Because a lot of uh, primates live in trees. That's true. And eat plants. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I could do a whole, a whole episode on plants that get eaten by animals that'd be real yeah. fun i think that'd be brilliant really, well, that genuinely would be interesting i should say i'm not a scientist i'm an amateur primatologist mm. but you are some sort of a scientist Oh uh, no i'm like i'm an ex-engineer yeah so that's not quite
2: science but basically but it's the application of science yeah and um i'm and also i'm it, also it, playing an engineer in my comedy festival show magma oh wow that doing with are you doing Matthews another from, plug <laughs> yeah i mean
0: i don't know <laughs> i mean
2: I, I may as well Yeah, I'm doing a show called Magma with Andy Matthews from Two and the Think Tank. This is is, the the other podcast that I do.
0: You got a real, the efficiency of an engineer, the way you get your plugs in.
2: The reason why I thought of that is because I
0: started going into the kind of spiel I would go into in the show. Great. Well, the uh, comedy festival is coming up, I think, in about a week and a half, it kicks off. So, um, People should definitely go along and see your show, Magla. It's I've, I've heard wonderful things about my show. Hey, and while you're there, why not see Bone Dry? Uh, my show, it's at the Chinese Museum, uh, 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock on Sundays. You can find out details at com slash gigs. You use know the, what? Over the s- code, do go on, or maybe primates as well. I don't know which. Wow. Let's try them both. I have seen previews of this show, and I feel nothing but good
2: things. It is excellent, and I want you to see it because – to not see it is to rob yourself of joy, yeah, pure joy, uncut. Matt, I don't know where he got. I, I don't know where he got his hands on the stuff. Yeah, I think they're bringing it in in subs from South America.
0: Yeah, I've heard, and I've heard some people are coming and taking it and cutting it up with, uh, with sort of like diluted joy. Yeah, they're watering it down, and it's still quite a good time. To be honest, that we we've taken some of the, some of that stuff and we've put it in our show. Yeah, Magma, which is, I've also seen the preview of, and it is one of the best works of Hiring for your small business? If you're
1: not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free
0: job on linkedin.com slash people today. Art that I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think that yours is the greatest event Yeah. in human history. Sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's lowbrow, isn't it? Big time event. It's like pay-per-view no, no, no. It's like some, watching a grudge match or something. No,
2: no. no. Whereas yours is,
0: is like watching Leonardo da Vinci play a violin.
2: No, yours is like is like Tiananmen Square. <laughs> you know, it's memorable and it's it's something that will change the world for, for either the good or the bad. But it is also
0: like gonna possibly scar the, you for life,
2: possibly for the bad because you your life will be a constant downhill slope from that point on. Okay. But downhill slopes, a lot of people go to
0: the snow in the winter to to. Yeah, and that's that, that could, could be, be its the rest own of your fun. life. Yeah, <laughs> imagine that the rest of your life could be downhill skiing. Yeah, <laughs> that's fun when you put it like that. What were we talking about again? Uh, I was talking about these these uh, these monkeys, who
2: now now that this island in the Caribbean is um, which I'm assuming is in the in the Caribbean. I okay. think it is the Caribbean island. I reckon it would be. Yeah, um, it's now a more touristy island, but there but you've still got these monkeys. These mecha- uh, oh, these verder what is it? What are they called? You ever heard that, that vervet name Vervet monkeys?
0: Yeah, yeah, vervet. Uh, they apparently they're native to Africa.
2: That's right, and that's why they they came there on the in the slave boats. That's what I was saying earlier. Oh right, wow. Um, and so that's why they they've been there for a long time. Anyway, so these monkeys now just steal alcohol from people resting on the beaches, uh, people who are at bars they're real cheeky you know as monkeys can be right but what was interesting is when they studied these monkeys they noticed that the percentages uh of like there's there's some monkeys there that are that are teetotalers right, uh, right. and there's some that are like i got to get every last drop of this booze there's others that are like you know like a little bit there's some yeah the teetotalers they they, they will avoid the alcohol and they'll go, they'll go steal um soft drink Right, you know, and then
0: so they get a they want a sugar hit, yeah. They but they you know they still like a drink. They still like right. something nice, yeah. You yeah. know, uh,
2: It's still like a treat. Anyway, but what was interesting was that they were saying that there's uh the percentage of teetotalers in this in these this populace of monkeys is about the same as what we have in our populace, right? Which the conclusion that they're coming to, or what they're alluding to, is that potentially whether or not we like drink or want to you know we we, you know a lot of people will think that they're superior because they choose to not drink whatever but really it's probably just encoded in their dna right and
0: then you've added this kind of proudness but really you know to to yourself um is this is this about me and my show bone dry which is about how i I stopped drinking for about nine months last year well i don't think that's the same because i think you desperately love to drink I
2: desperately love Michael well, <laughs> sound.
0: <laughs> I think if I desperately loved it, I wouldn't have chosen.
2: Well, no, but I think I think you look at
0: me sounding proud again. <laughs> I know,
2: no, but no, 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 but I wasn't even saying that about you because I think you're like me in that there's there's a part of yourself that's like good sense. This is a carcinogen uh, of one of the highest orders, and and it also is one of the most destructive liquids uh in in society maybe i should go easy on it yeah so yeah. that i can not die
0: yeah i yeah. think that's smart plus it saves you money by not drinking sure saves your hangovers and there's a lot of upsides but geez a craft beer or a, a nice scotch yeah bottle of wine or drinking heavily or just drinking All heavily the, on anything any of those things can be really nice experiences drink responsibly drink responsibly though If there are any vervet monkeys, this is
2: this is something I've I've just said. On my my, I think about a lot though, is that when you're when you're not drinking, which I'm mostly doing now, I'm not drinking. uh, You remember that when you so as soon as you have a a drink, and then you remember you have like, let's say you have, ten minutes without having a drink, and then you start to feel that descent where you start feeling awful. Uh. You feel so awful. That if you were sober, in order to feel that awful, you would have to be really sick. But that's just a normal part of having an, a night out. It is, yeah, it is a, it's a, a good weird, night out.
0: Good weird thing we do, choose to do. But you are saying that the vervet monkeys can't have given it, give us permission to drink in mm. a way. They're saying it's it's out of our hands.
2: No, no, no. But I am saying, look, you and I, you and I have are you saying making that we might well do it? I, no, 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 no. no. I am just saying that the vervet monkeys are. Uh, are showing us that maybe all these desires it's not some part of your personality or whatever it's like it's it's encoded in your dna
0: i've just found this line on the vervet monkeys wikipedia page it says they've been noted for having human-like characteristics such as hypertension anxiety and social independent alcohol use so it's not just the alcohol use also anxiety issues and and hypertension hypertension yeah do you know what that means as, I, a, as a scientist?
2: It feels like another
0: anxiety type thing,
2: but I don't know exactly what it is.
0: Uh, it's a long-term medical condition in which the blood pressure in the arteries is persistently elevated. Yeah, right. Wow, that does not sound pleasant. No. Um. But yeah, they're, they're good-looking monkeys, I reckon they're... Mm uh real cool looking monkeys yeah i like the name vervet monkey as well yeah you know it makes me think of
2: a, a music music act does it make you think of any music acts
0: vervet monkey i
2: mean i wasn't the verve i guess there's the verve i guess there's also the vervet underground
0: okay <laughs> i mean even,
2: i mean that's not what it is but it keeps making me think of vetiver
0: vetiver Have you ever listen to any I vetiver listen to any i've I never really vetiver. like vetiver vetiver yeah. All right. I'll check that out. That makes that reminds me. I'm trying to get a. I've got to get a Spotify, uh, primate playlist going where I'll take suggestions from guests and and listeners. Um, I'll put a. I'll try and I'll aim to put it out with this episode. Mm. Um, uh, what you've you've given me a couple of suggestions for it in the past. I think I'd given you, Tom Waits. That's right. Yes. Um, maybe is it God's
2: Way on Business or something like that. Uh, it's not that, but it's something like it was, that. It was from that same album because he goes. Um, the, the, the more that
1: the monkey
0: doll
2: climb, misery don't. is the river of the oh, yeah. world. Misery is the river of the world. There you go.
0: Yes. Yeah. Great. Anyway, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna. I keep forgetting to do that, but I'll try and do that this week. Um, put a link in the show notes if people want to uh, tweet me suggestions. Um, was that the end of your vervet monkey story? You started apologizing before. This is a, an apology free zone. I didn't know that. Yeah, sorry uh, I should have warned you up the top. I mean, if I if I had known, I wouldn't have done it. Did you know this about um about vervet monkeys? Uh they've got oh, know, where was this line? Um they've only got four confirmed predators. So, so there might be others that are unconfirmed. But four confirmed predators, leopards, eagles, pythons and baboons. Oh my god. What a like people are coming at you from every angle. <laughs> Eagles from above, you yeah, got big cats on the ground, pythons slithering at you, and then baboons are like, you know, cousins of yours. It's, yeah,
2: I think the baboons is the one I'm the most scared of because you know that they can go exactly everywhere you go. Yeah. You know, unless you can just find like a tiny nook. I, I'm assuming they're just slightly smaller than ba- baboons. Yeah, though I think they're. A a fair bit smaller than baboons. I think I might, I might prefer saying baboons. Baboons. But I mean, I love when people say baboons. Baboons. I think because the baboons. bees are so close to each other. Baboons. They're basically as close to each other as they can be without touching. Right. You know, baboons. Baboons.
0: Baboons. I mean, there's probably three bees in there, isn't there? Yeah. The three. There's the three bees of primatology. Yeah. And that's how I remember. <laughs> Baboon. That. Yep. Um. Well, the the way I was taught. Um, I was self-taught, admittedly. But the way I was taught is Ooh. baboons, baboons, baboons. Oh, the three yeah. Bs of primatology. They're the locations of, yeah. of
2: primatology.
0: Has anyone ever done... This is off topic, but I just saw... I have never watched this... Uh, it's uh, What's this classic Alec Baldwin film where he's a salesman guy? And I just mm. saw the clip of it recently. Yeah. Uh, um, Glenn Fiddick. Glenn, no, no, Glenn Robbins. Gary, Glenn, Glenn Ross. Gary, Glenn Ross. And he goes, A, B, C... A always B B C closing. Uh, closing. Yeah, is there has anyone ever done like this? Feels like a tweet. I should Google it, but it goes A always B B C cucking. Is that funny? Um, look, I'm having a good time. This <laughs> is <laughs> I brought you in here to um, workshop a couple of tweets. Oh, man,
2: I would love, I would love to. A lot of the time, your tweets are just like, "Hey, I'm thinking about doing a tweet."
0: Yeah, I've yeah, I've just it's just one one yeah. almost running joke that I've got. Look, at, you have a very meta meta feed. I can't help it. Yeah, it's all I got. I don't know. I just always found that on Twitter, the things that got more response were me fucking with it rather than sure. actually sincerely having a go.
2: So really, you know, these these things are being fed through some evolutionary process, you right? Know? Because you know, you you've tried jokes that didn't go good, but you've tried meta, and that go good. So that one survives. Your jokes right. are dying off. You know
0: that makes sense.
2: They're becoming the 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 apex like creature species in this uh in in, in this uh, environment which is the
0: Matt Stewart there's Twitter feed I've just googled always be cuckin and it comes up a lot. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I have not had an original thought in quite a while. Well,
2: you've had an original one that, you know, it was original within the the mind of of Matt Stewart, but the world has thought about it.
0: <laughs> always be cuckin.
2: I once came up with the without without being taught it i came up with pythagoras's theorem really i think so i can't remember now exactly i think there might have been something different but
0: that's abc again right it is abc (laughs) again hey always b b B, B, c hypotenuse (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know how many more stories we should do i've got this one here uh it's off livescience.com
2: i think this feels like a good one to wrap up without
0: even knowing what it is well all right um this was on it feels like it's going to be big uh let's see if i have anything better to finish with oh no <laughs> uh uh what's this one sexy monkey uh in this story the author's mother worked at the denver zoo where she earned a very sim- a very special admirer bungee the spider monkey bungee attached himself to different workers in different ways and the author's mother ultimately became the source of Of his monkey erections. Oh, I don't know if I wish I started this one. He writes, Anytime my mum walked by, Bungie was suddenly at full salute. Maybe it was her red hair. When they moved Bungie back in with the other spider monkeys in the outdoor exhibit, he'd still show his affection, sticking his lanky arms in the air and running towards her at half-mast every time she passed. That's from a listicle on html.com titled... 10 Hilarious Stories Involving Monkeys. Wow. I mean, it's... Yeah.
2: I, it feels like that's not entirely
0: scientific, you know? Yeah. You know, there's probably... Red hair on a human. Is that even possible? <laughs> well, I just mean, like... I I don't know. I guess, I guess sometimes people are attracted to... Aroused by different species, but... Mm. That feels like a pretty rare... Thing, but i guess you know this maybe this is one of those rare cases
2: you know but maybe we, you and i live in a in a sheltered world true a sheltered a sheltered world in which people don't feel
0: attracted to other species that's true we live in the melbourne bubble we don't you don't hear a lot of that
2: yeah but also like how often are you exposed to other species
0: that's true you
2: know a lot of the time you're exposed to one other species and then only one member of that species so it's hard to get let's say an idea for what how attractive your schnauzer is right you know we're talking dogs well now it's a dog i'm yeah. just saying like i don't feel attracted to the dogs or black labs or anything like that okay because my parents own a lot of black labs okay i was gonna them. say you been very specific i know here. I know.
0: <laughs> are you ruling some out that's <laughs> the ones you're not ruling out are and, they're the ones we're wondering so about? like
2: i've probably seen three to six black labs okay. in my life but it's still don't, a I, small sample size. It's still quite a small sample size to really get an idea for what is a, an attractive one. I think you can start getting an idea for what a really unattractive one is. Yeah.
0: But it's hard, I think, to really maybe like a monkey-faced black lab. Maybe yeah, it I think that on, would no, that would you. that
2: would actually. I mean, that, I think think that could tip it either way. Okay, because it brings it closer to human. Yeah. But then it also. If you, what you like is Black Labs, it takes it way further away from Black Labs. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. But what I don't like is not Black Labs. I'm just trying to make that clear. Yeah. What it, I like is Simi and Gibbons.
0: Okay. It's starting to sound like you like Black Labs. No, I don't. I don't you know what? I shouldn't have brought it up. <laughs> we normally finish the show um, by giving a banana score out of a bunch of bananas, talking about the uh, the piece of media that we just consumed. Sure. I don't know how we can do that today.
2: Well, I'll come back one day and we'll do outbreak together. That'd be great. And yeah. then I can do it about that. But with this, I mean, I guess we're, we're is an anthology show. Yeah. Should we should we give it like a, you know, just a, a bananas on how many how good a an anthology show was? Or
0: how how bananas uh the stories were to? Yeah, that's true. Because that's I, I do like how you uh, Canadians say bananas. Yeah, no, sure, it's that, bananas. Banana. That is bananas. Because you, you can't say oh that's bananas. I guess you can, and I just did. But yeah,
2: that is. But it doesn't have the same. No. It that doesn't make you think that it's it's really wild. Yeah, shit is
0: bananas. This shit is bananas. Yeah. So I think I mean I I was expecting some maybe more bana- banana stories. I think we didn't we didn't go as bananas as we could have. We could take it up a notch next I, summer. Okay? Yeah, there's room to to grow. Yeah, I think maybe we need to go on a maybe a deeper dive. Yeah, you know, I think with the help of the listeners, um, mm. maybe if you if you tweet uh, at myself via uh, Primates Pod at Primates Pod on Twitter and Alistair at Alistair I think mm-hmm. is your Twitter handle, yeah. with the hashtag. Uh, some what what what's a, what's a nice succinct hashtag they could use to give us some stories. Bananas stories. Bananas stories. Great. Yeah. So tag us in and, and give us bananas stories, and we'll uh, <laughs> we'll we'll have a second go when we've collated enough for yeah. a second anthology.
2: Sure, and, it, and you know it doesn't necessarily have to be with me if you're with somebody and you just have a bunch of stories from your delightful listeners, non lizard listen, listeners. Yeah, well they're gone. Um, yeah, great. Well, I mean, we thought we maybe they came back with that other oh, thing that we oh, talked about. That's earlier. True. Yeah. So um, be just like them. Yeah. You know, and I'm happy. You know, I'm happy for you know, not to not be the only person who does these anthology shows. All
0: right, I'm starting to feel like you're trying to, you know, lizard your way out of this.
2: No, no, no. I, no, I absolutely want to come back, but I, you know, we also have to do that outbreak
0: episode. That's true. You know, I mean, they're piling up. We also have to do the MVP three. Oh yeah, of course. You see, so you have got a backlog And backlog.
2: Now suddenly, now it starts to feel like
0: work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll need them on my desk by Monday, and then I will get them. Uh, and we also, we also give a DNA, normally a DNA percentage. Mm. Do you want to maybe give a... Who was, your favorite, uh, who was your favorite story today? Who was your favorite primate in a story? I mean, if you look up those vervet monkeys, yeah. you do get to see drunk monkeys. Okay. Now, how much is a percentage? Because Andy Matthews, good friend of yours and mine and your co-host on mm-hmm. The Think Tank, he is a scientist. And he said on one of the early episodes that chimps and humans share 98% DNA. Yeah. Now, how much of yourself do you see... In those vervet monkeys, personality wise, physically, whatever, mm. as a percentage? I would say I see 100%. 100%.
2: Myself. Yeah. It's like looking in <laughs> yeah. a mirror. It's like, well, it's like seeing my
0: body inside the body of a vervet monkey, <laughs> right. but like,
2: like I'm wearing it as a suit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow. 100%. Yeah. No one's done 100% yet. I think we just clocked that segment, whatever that was, but. I'd say, yeah, the vervet monkey does, it sounds like they are humans, right? Um, So Mm. maybe I see, I'm going to say I see 72%. Really? Because, yeah, I think part of me is very inhuman. Yeah. Less human than a vervet monkey. Yeah, right. I see myself as a little bit subhuman. Okay. Yeah. A little bit. Which is probably why I'm 100% vervet monkey. Right. Because they are also a little subhuman. Yeah. That's sort of like babushka dolls. Yeah, really? I guess in a way. And the way we finish the show is thanking a few Patreon supporters. Sure. Uh, and uh, the way you can support this show is by going to patreon.com slash do go on pod. And uh, you'd be supporting this show as well as the do go on podcast. And uh, Dave Warnicke's Book Cheat Podcast. Uh, what Do Go On is, is a podcast about a different topic each week where me, Dave, and Jess Perkins take it in turns to uh, do a report on a different topic. We've done heaps of different topics in the past, including Andre the Giant and uh, the Chernobyl disaster and uh, wow. Bigfoot. And uh, we've done one about a lizard man. I mean, it's starting we to have. sound like they're all about... Um, a- but- a- anim- animal humans, but no, but
2: they're not. You've also done the things about the wiggles, the wiggles, you that's did right. things about that, that bomb, uh, like that, oh, that lady who was, oh, no way, some bomb threat.
0: Uh, the collar bomb heist,
2: yeah, collar bomb heist. We've done
0: the collar bomb, yeah, done a lot of uh, disasters, serial killers, Jack the Ripper. Mm. Um, we've also done unhappy stories like Elton John's life, and and uh, what's that one the Marvel Universe with Nick Mason We've done a bunch of Marvel related things, we did an episode about the history of Batman. Pretty much anything. But anyway, you can check that out. Uh, it's called Do Go On. And uh, But yeah, if you want to support this show and those, uh, one of the rewards is I'll read out some of our supporters' names at the end of the episode and tell you what their favorite primates are. And Alistair, I'd love to hear your opinions on some of these. Great. Uh, firstly, Nate Peterson, he says, My favorite primate is Curious George. Why, you ask? Thanks for asking, I say. He qualifies as a primate for primates. He features in a book for Book Cheat, which is Dave Warnieke's podcast. And one could argue that his curiosity would not go amiss in the Do Go On studio. His, He's the triple threat. What do I win? <laughs> <laughs> Nate, you've given me a lot there. Absolutely. Curious George, I don't know anything about Curious George, apart from what I just read then.
2: Is he the guy who hangs out with the man in yellow?
0: I guess if you don't know anything about it, yeah. then... That does sound like it could be true. Is there something I mean, that Jack Johnson wrote a Was it Jack Johnson or Eddie Vedder did a soundtrack for it? Maybe? Oh no, no, I don't know. I,
2: I know there's there's a kids show called Curious George and that right. could be it. But unless but if but if he did a book a book cheat about it then maybe that isn't it. Uh, well, this is fascinating. Yeah. Anyway, it could be a future episode. Mm-hmm. Alan, do
0: you have any room to do add to the slate of a potential podcast topic Absolutely can. But oh, maybe he's talking about Mighty Joe Young. Mighty Joe Young. We've already done that. Right. He was a pretty big gorilla. Yeah, right. Yeah, very fascinating movie. Mm. Uh, I'd also love to thank uh, David Malofsky. Wait, let me have another go at that. David Malofsky. Uh, he's from A Place to Hang a Cat, which is another podcast and website based in the UK. Met him when we toured over there. A lovely fella. And he says, I like spider monkeys because they sound like they should be superheroes. He's bloody obsessed with superheroes, this guy, to be honest. I have a feeling he he probably listens to The Weekly Planet. And then he goes on to say, Spider monkey, spider monkey, does whatever a spider monkey does. Bracket. Sneaky Simpsons reference for the win. I would love it to see a spider monkey get bitten by an actual radioactive
2: spider. Spider, spider monkey. Wow. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, because I think in um, Enter the Spider-Verse, hmm. that big Spider-Man movie from last there's, year. It was the pig. The pig. And, spider and, pig. And he was, I'm pretty sure it was a spider that was bitten by a radioactive pig. Is it like its origin story or something. Yeah, there was some right. sort of funny flip of it. which is good fun. Yeah. And certainly me getting that wrong would be very annoying to someone like David Malofsky. <laughs> so I do apologize if I bugger that up. I also love to thank Zeke who says, my favorite primates are the... Galadas, they're cool. They lo- they look like lions. They are a matriarchal society, and they always look like they're wearing a faux fur, faux fur bolero, which looks great on everyone.
2: And so far, that's my favorite. Uh, uh, that's my f- favorite primate so far. They've mentioned.
0: I haven't even heard of this one, Galadas. 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 Oh wow! Hello. Yeah. Have, have you look at that? Oh, that is a beautiful I've ant. never heard of that. That's fantastic. Are those... Are they those... Holy moly. Are they a grazing ape? They could be a grazing... I know. I, I remember watching
2: one at David Attenborough thing once, and there was just these, like, ones that just sit on the grass and just graze, and they just walk around in herds like that, like they're cows.
0: Right. It's a mountain baboon. I think these uh, ones were mountain ones. Wow. Okay. Uh... They have a long and dense crash fur. What's going to help me out here? Anyway, so, look, you look that up. I'll say or, or not. I mean, any, people can do that in their own time if they want to. And finally, I'd love to. Thanks so much for that, Zeke. That was a great one to bring to my attention. I had not heard of them. And finally, Dion Evans. He says, hi, Matt. My favorite primate is a squirrel monkey. I used to work in a zoo and they were the most friendly animals there and used to interact with all the guests and they spend 99% of their lives in trees. Well, I don't think I've heard of them either squirrel monkeys it's just been a whole heap of learning in this episode squirrel monkeys Oh, they're very cute too fantastic suggestions have a look at this guys look at well, that, is a, that is a
2: classic <laughs> monkey I love those
0: yeah that's great I love that yellow fur and they're real yeah they're that's a beautiful that's a beautiful primate well done um do you have anything to add on the galatas there i apologize that i this is an apology free zone i know
2: but but i want you to know that it doesn't mean i'm sorry when i apologize here this is a canadian apology that it's just it's a multi-purpose thing for you know for for any social
0: interaction you start with an apology (laughs) you work you work your way back from there. it's kind of like a babushka doll yeah i guess in many ways um, so that that brings us to the end of the episode, Alistair, Where can people find you? I guess the Shusher podcast is one. The, the Shusher guided
2: meditations. You can find it by typing in S H U S H E R guided meditations. There'll be a link to that in the show description. Here. And and I believe there'll be an episode
0: starting after this. Yes, yeah, so I think we'll be able to introduce that on the way out. And you, um, and you and your... can find me too in the Think Tank.
2: Uh, that's a, my, my that's a, this podcast where we kind of come up with sketch ideas. Me and Andy Matthews.
0: And you can find me at to, uh, at Alister tb on twitter great there'll be links to all that in the description i've been on to the think take a few times so much fun uh to my absolute comedy heroes feels like a real thrill to be able to have you on my podcast here i'll search on by virtual
2: matthew you were one of my comedy heroes <laughs> and it's been one of the greatest things having you on our podcast That's ridiculous. thank you for having us on this uh, wonderful new thing you do here i know it's i say new but anything under five years is new to me it's brand new yeah
0: i think it quite generally i would not do comedy if it wasn't for you that's very nice. Thank uh, you very much. I wouldn't continue if it wasn't for you. <laughs> now, um, people can find Primates at Primates Pod on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and also uh, at uh, primatespod at gmail.com is the email address if you want to get in contact with me. Um, there's also a link in the description where you can um, suggest topics, and I'll start shouting out to people who do uh, suggest those topics. I've noticed that we've done topics in the past. and I didn't bloody... Give them thanks because I didn't realize, but I'm going to be keeping my eyes on that a little bit more. Sure. If you have a chance, please give us a five-star review. Apparently, that helps with visibility. And while you're there, why not give Shusha, Guided Meditations, a five-star review as well? Because it is a brand new podcast.
2: It's brand new. It's in the first eight
0: weeks still. So that's that when it really has an impact. Al's all about uh, algorithms. They call them, I think the A in Alistair is short for Actually, algorithms. The AL is for yeah. algorithms. Yeah, yeah, right. Great. Al- Alistair George, that's the ALG. Yeah, in algorithms. That's uh, Alistair George William Charlie Burchell. Now, we always finish the show uh, with a primate-related sign-off. Mm-hmm. T- tonight or today or whenever people are listening, I'd love it if you could uh, double the sign-off as a primate sign-off but also a primate-related introduction to a little snippet of Shusha guided meditations. And anyway, thanks so much for joining and, us, And thank set. you so much for having and, me. And as we always say on Primates Podcast. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Thank you.
0: podcast is part of the planet broadcasting network visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates i mean if you want it's it's up to you
2: and now an episode of shusher guided meditations hello and welcome to shusher
1: guided meditations i'm your shusher for today alistair Trumbly birchall Now, before we begin, I want you to take a long, deep breath in, and I want you to think about the words, Pizza River, what do you see? When I say the words pizza river, do you see a river that flows through a small town where the local people might throw their Italian delicacies into Possibly as part of some yearly tradition or do you see a, a river where slices of pizza flow instead of water. In the place of tiny droplets or triangles with pizza toppings moving with freedom and fluidity Over the rocks and across the sand. At a higher rate after rain. Or maybe, or maybe you see your river. with its river base made of pizza crust. And the cheese and toppings flow in place of water. How does that make you feel? Watching Those toppings slide across that crust like when a delivery boy tilts a pizza box at too acute an angle. Are any fish in this river? What kind of fish live in your Pizza River? Are they anchovies, or do you have a different species of fish? Maybe flounder. Maybe Barracuda. Maybe Cod. If it is anchovies, are they alive? Or are they preserved and salty? Or maybe Maybe there's another kind of fish. A fish that evolved to live in a pizza river. How would that? How would that fish be different to other fish? Would it have eyes? Would it need to see when it swims through molten cheese? Or would it, like a shark, be aided by some electro-sensors? Would it's breathing be different? Would there be sufficient oxygen in pizza cheese and the assorted toppings for a standard fish to be able to breathe? Or would nature come up with a new solution for breathing in cheese. Where do you picture this river ending? Does it go all the way to the ocean? What does that look like at that river mouth? where the pizza river flows into the ocean does the cheese and pepperoni build up in a sort of pizza bank or does it flow into the ocean sort of slowly dissipate. Maybe a frenzy of sea life come and feast on it. Do local people use the river, tourism in their local town, how many people does it bring in during the peak period, what magnitude of the town's population does it multiply by? During the busy summertime, or does it get more popular during the winter? Do you picture that this topping and cheese? participates in the regular water cycle? Where does the river begin? Does the cheese and mushroom and little balls of anonymous meat do they evaporate? go into clouds later precipitate down flow into the ground and then eventually back into the pizza river What do you picture The river flowing by just pizza chefs along the way, throwing pizza ingredients into the river, or maybe, maybe the river starts at the top of a mountain where there's an iceberg of frozen pizza and slowly but surely little drops of cheese and droplets of pizza sauce run down the mountain and into the river flowing all the way to the ocean in what way is this frozen pizza iceberg going to be affected by climate change and will a certain degree temperature change affect the livelihoods of the small towns whose economies depend on the tourism brought in by the Pizza River. Now I want you to breathe out. And from the count of five slowly come out of your relaxed state. Five. You're starting to wake. Four. You can feel your eyelids lifting again. Three remembering that you can support this podcast on iTunes by leaving a review or on patreon.com slash G Two, you're basically awake, just waiting for me to finish number and one, and thank you for listening.